Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Hey, let's talk about the wildfires in the Amazon now. The forest fires in the Amazon rainforest continue to burn at an alarming rate as of Thursday. Reports there say more than 100 and 65,000 fires burning in the Amazon, which is home to roughly 40,000 plant species, 1,300 bird species, 2.5 million species of insects. There's regularly wildfires in the Amazon, but this year especially bad. CKNW contributor Claire Allen spoke to Ruth DeFries, professor of ecology in the Earth Institute at Columbia University in New York, about the Amazon rainforest and what started these devastating wildfires. Uh, the fires in the Amazon and any humid tropical uh, forest around the world uh, is set by humans in one way or another. It's a very different situation than the fires that we have in the North American West where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are systems that are uh, where fire is a natural feature set by lightning. In the humid tropics, that's not the case at all. Fire is not a natural feature. When we see fires, it's because humans are setting them. Drier conditions certainly exacerbate the fires, make them burn more, make them escape into surrounding areas. But Uh, fires that we're seeing in the Amazon and anywhere in the humid tropics is very much related to uh, humans using fire. And fire is a very common uh, management tool throughout the tropics for clearing land and uh, and managing, uh, managing land. Brazilian President Bolsonaro has been accused of lying when it comes to his climate goals. Professor DeFries, can you elaborate on some of those accusations against the president of Brazil and how they relate to the forest fires? Well, Brazil uh, had very high rates of deforestation in the early 2000s and uh, subsequently was admirable world leader in putting in place policies that reduced the deforestation. And it was very successful. What we're seeing now is a, a reversal uh, in that very good example that they were for the world about how it is possible to reduce deforestation while being a economic uh, leader. Uh, part of the way to, to carry out those policies is to be able to know how much deforestation is happening and be able to see the fires and monitor. And Brazil has had a very well-established, very well-regarded uh, monitoring system to track their, track their deforestation that's carried out by the Brazilian Space Agency and uh, the Brazilian president has um, followed the playbook that we're seeing in other places around the world uh, of ignoring 
evidence and and uh, firing the the messenger, the head of the uh, the Brazilian Space Agency. Wow, that's really alarming. And I know that people around the world have started to see the images of the the fire in the Amazon. And I mean, those images have been shared on social media, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, and people are quite alarmed at the obviously the fires and the response from the Brazilian president or lack of response. And so I'm wondering, is there any attempt to stop these forest fires? I saw that today the president of Brazil said he's going to send in the army. But I mean, have there been any real attempts to to at least contain or stop the the fires? Well, the reasons why the fires are increasing now is because the enforcement of existing Brazilian laws uh, has been lax, and and the president has made it very clear that uh, that uh, it's kind of open season on the uh, on the Amazon. Uh, for development purposes. How much of the Amazon rainforest can we stand to lose from these fires? And what will the impact be if we lose too much, if the forest fires destroy too much of the Amazon rainforest? Yeah, well, it's hard to know exactly how much would, uh, that there's a precise amount that after we lose that, uh, <laughs> it's it's over. Uh, I don't think I could I could uh, make that kind of estimate, but there are many different kinds of uh, impacts from deforestation and the fires that are occurring in the Amazon from local local to global. So local locally within Brazil and neighboring countries, the smoke that blows off of the fires uh, is transported to uh, to people downwind, and they are suffering from poor air quality that's going on right now. In, uh, in Sao Paulo. Uh, at a more global scale, the, the, the trees contain, the trees in the soil contain a lot of carbon. There are banks of carbon and they're absorbing carbon from the atmosphere and storing it. And that's a great service that those trees are doing for us because it's keeping that carbon, which would otherwise be in the atmosphere and be greenhouse gas and warming our planet and exacerbating uh, the climate change that we're already seeing around the world. So uh, the Amazon also cycles water and creates rainfall through the moisture that the, the trees take up through their roots. So uh, it's a, it's um, it, the forest provides a lot of important services for us. People around the globe are very distressed by the images of the forest fires in the Amazon. What can people do to help when they see these images? How can they make an impact? Well, I think the most important thing we do is have leaders who um, who are evidence-based and take account of the information that their own scientists in their country are are telling them. Uh, I know that's a tall order now around the world, uh, but that's probably the most important thing people can do. Uh, when there was the successful reduction in deforestation in the early 2000s, uh, it was a combined effort of environmental groups, companies, multinational companies who were uh, were looking at cleaning up their supply chains so that they were not using products that were produced from deforested land. They have their international reputation at stake. And the Brazilian government, who was uh, very effective at putting these policies in place. So 
what individuals can do, you know, support the, the leaders that will make evidence-based decisions, support the companies that take their supply chains seriously. Professor DeFries, thank you so much for telling me about this important story. Okay, thank you very Wonderful. much. All right, that is Ruth DeFries. She's a, an ecology professor at Columbia University in New York in conversation with our Claire Allen talking about the wildfires in South America.